Welcome to the 34th episode of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about the Indian markets and technical analysis, technical analysis in general. And uh, this was originally just a podcast. Now, however, I have also recently started an Instagram account. Uh, it's at Indian Markets with KR, and over there you can look at all sorts of uh, informative content. I'll be posting a lot more very frequently and uh, you know again that is one of the best places to reach me so if you've got any queries if you've got any questions requests whatever you can just drop me a message over there and i will respond to you uh, so i just wanted to let you all know because uh, there's this podcast mainly covers just some insight some important info from my side you know the daily movements and all those things but my instagram account will have a lot more so you know right from the indicators what do they mean how they work to uh, you know more about what i feel about certain concepts and all of those things so do give it a follow if you are interested and uh, with that being said let us uh, let us go on let us move on with this episode now i know this is a very random cut uh you are probably expecting the nifty analysis here but i just wanted to let you all know that uh, you know since my previous episodes were between 10 to 20 minutes and these ones are much much longer i can understand if you do not want to listen to the entire thing it's perfectly fine uh, i know that in anchor you can actually select which segment you want to listen to and uh, this is not something that i that i'd actually done in the past but now all of my episodes are recorded based on segments so if you actually want to listen to just say bank nifty analysis you can just click on that segment and you can listen to just that so if you know whatever i don't even know how long this episode is for it's probably 30 40 minutes some of my episodes or rather one of my episodes was 52 minutes long so you do not have to listen to the entire thing i just wanted to let you all know that you can just you know select whichever segment you want to listen to again ideally i recommend listening to everything because it helps you a lot and you can always just uh, listen to it on 1.5 speed or 2.2 2x speed so basically you know your 20 minute episode will be will become a 10 minute episode for you but you know i just wanted to let you all know that in case all of these episodes are too long you can listen to each of them segment wise i know for a fact that it's available on anchor so if you listen to it on anchor i know it's available if you listen to it on any other platform i'm not too sure you'll have to check whether it's google podcast or spotify or apple podcast you'll have to check i'm not too sure but every single episode is recorded in terms of segments so do keep that in mind and yeah let us get into the episode now sorry for the cut this is recorded at the very end so that's why you know i just wanted to clarify i just wanted to let you all know all right so coming to nifty's intraday chart that is the 10 minute chart and we can see that the retracement that we'd done previously so that's 19 september's low to 23rd september's high uh the price right now is just around 61.8% it's a it's a bit higher than that it's actually 60 points higher but roughly it's at the same area and uh the 61.8% level is actually at 11065 so unless we actually see um you know the index taking support at this level you know based on the previous support levels uh unless we actually see that it may just uh, go down to 11065 test that level once and then go back up 
possibly even test the 11000 levels as i had mentioned two episodes prior so that's that's still a possibility in my opinion and uh, just seeing how cleanly it's retraced so far because uh, it had even taken support at 23.6 it had even taken support at 38.2 so there is definitely a chance in my opinion that if it does continue falling we see a support at 11065 Now with that 11065 level being said when i actually look at the intraday movement on uh, 7th october what what i can see pretty clearly is that there was almost an m pattern being formed and that uh, pattern is now completed so based on that that's generally been uh, more of a positive sign from uh, you know what i've actually seen in the past so that is one thing another thing is that if we actually look at a broader picture here on the charts so if we look at uh, you know the max frequency that i can go to so that's the past 30 days from that alone we can see that it's it's been very uh, you know common to see the index increasing and then falling approximately to around 75% of that previous low so we've seen it uh, go from 10650 of above around 11150 or so and from there it's fallen down to 10700 again so we've seen that happening in the past and purely going by that i would not actually rule out uh, the the 10 11000 levels being tested possibly going down to even 10900 10800 in the coming future and uh, you know just bouncing back from there because those uh, sort of levels have been seen before and we've seen that sort of m pattern being formed and that sort of uh, you know up down motion being there almost constantly so you know i i would personally not rule out that chance either uh, though coming to you know <clears throat> the general supports that i'm seeing here it's it's 11000 levels should be sufficient um for you know that that sort of m pattern being formed on a broader scale on a narrower scale though intraday uh, that m pattern has already been formed so <clears throat> uh, that's generally a positive sign so you know that that's what i'm seeing on the intraday chart and now when i actually switch to the daily chart it's very evident that uh, you know there there's a downtrend that's happening you know it's it does not take any expert to say that hey it's definitely a downtrend because we're seeing lower lows we're seeing lower highs also however you know the good thing i feel is that uh, again that that fib support is definitely there so are some other support zones and in general you know after such a big move we were definitely expecting uh, the prices to go down by a bit and now that that has happened i feel that you know that sort of uh, uncertainty that doubt might just have uh, stabilized by a bit and once that actually stabilizes we should be seeing our regular uh, you know up down movements that we normally see with nifty not a very strong or a very volatile sentiment that that we're seeing nowadays so i feel that you know i feel it's just taking a bit of time to settle down and once that's happened once uh, the index has actually settled down we should be seeing our regular movements so again you know quite possibly that 11000 level test might just be uh the final sort of thing that that the index requires to settle down or perhaps it, it just needs that 61.8% support and you know this i i personally wouldn't even uh, rule out the possibility of 
the index going to 10700 to 10900 levels because uh, again that's something we've seen in the past you know it's just because it's fallen down to a certain level does not inherently increase the chances of it going up from what i've seen you know if if there is some underlying or some in in, in general there's some sort of a negative uh, view on the market then it will go down there's honestly nothing that will stop it so and again this is something i've said in the previous episodes because we've seen this happening in july itself so those are not so that's not something i would completely rule out yet it's only after we see some positive moves or at least some consolidation that we can say that hey you know uh, nifty seems to be stabling down properly but as it appears right now i feel that it might just uh, stabilize for a bit and then go up is what i'm is what my view is on nifty right now and again i'm looking at the daily chart for this so and again yeah before i forget and this is something that i actually noted down also that uh, there is almost an m pattern being formed on uh, the daily chart so from 19 september to 7th october there's there's like half of an m and if that m is to be continued or rather if that m is to be followed then we should see at least uh, you know 11500 11600 levels and from there we may possibly see um, the index going back down again and uh, quite honestly again this is something we've seen before all of this all of the patterns that we're seeing are sort of uh, similar to what we've seen in the past now if we actually look at 23rd august real quick we'll see that from almost a consistent downtrend uh, of around four days so one trading week we saw a big positive candle almost 200 points from what i can see and from there we saw a massive gap up um again almost 11000 levels it actually closed above 11000 from opening at 11000 and the previous one was below well below 10000 so uh, well well below 11000 rather so you know we've seen that sort of happening in the past that one positive move and then the next day we see a gap up positive also and then after that it almost steadily fell for a good week or so and from from there again it sort of bounced back up so we've seen that happening in the past also and if you think about it this is actually something similar that we saw uh, you know we've been seeing in the past two three weeks also you know that with that 20th september massive massive increase then that 23rd september gap up and then that sort of fall or rather downtrend to today so considering that you know there is definitely a chance i feel that it may possibly jump back up now the last time this happened it actually got support from the trend line and the trend lines right now are at around that 10900 level so ten, one is at 10900 the other one is at around 10980 so again that that also ties well into that um, you know 11000 retest uh, hypothesis that i have so that's what my view is on the daily chart right now and again in general uh, my view is not negative for nifty uh, unlike what a lot of people are saying i do not think that we're going to see um, you know sub 10000 levels or i don't think we're going to see even 10000 levels being sustained for that long purely because that's never happened in the past unless you look at some very very rough patches and still it's always sort of bounced back up and it's recovered so I do I would personally not fall for that hysteria at all and uh, you know 
this is this is just going to be another um trading cycle or rather a cycle which which we which has previously been followed so i would personally not subscribe to any of that hysteria or any of that sort of paranoia that's going around that hey you know we're probably going to see nifty levels going back to sub 10000 i i personally feel all of that is uh, probably not going to happen i i i will never say certainly because uh, nothing is certain here but in my view seeing based on all of the data that i have right now i highly highly doubt that we're going to see those levels being sustained i feel that the levels that it's currently at are decent enough in fact uh, you know possibly 11200 11400 those are probably more where it's at home i feel so that's my view on nifty now let us jump into bank nifty because again we saw some sort of uh, a big difference or rather a reasonable difference between nifty's movements and bank nifty's movements so let's go so the difference between nifty and bank nifty that i was talking about you know the 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 difference in the closing prices and the general price movements that we saw is apparent if you just look at the close i mean nifty closed at uh 11126 that's 48 points down and bank nifty closed 35 points up that's crazy so you know that that's that's the sort of difference uh, that i was talking about and even you know intraday price movements if you look at them they are pretty uh, you know different for bank nifty and nifty nowadays and uh, you know it's it's honestly crazy how unpredictable they've become nowadays and you know a lot of uh, seasoned players are saying that this is possibly the m- the most volatile uh, period that they're seeing so that's the market in general that we that we are experiencing right now though you know in general if i mean if if someone were to ask me what my view on bank nifty is i would say that you know right now it's 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 not negative i mean again it's not negative if you're if you're asking me what my view in general is it will most likely not be negative for pretty much any index in general unless it's you know a sectoral index or unless it's based on an industry uh, which is going to die soon so in general my view will never be negative as such uh, or rather is likely not to be negative as i said nothing is certain Uh, but you know right now what what we're seeing on the intraday chart the 61.8% was a big resistance if we look on the daily chart also that 28231 level is a resistance right now and right now it's also below the supports so what we are seeing with bank nifty is that it's a it's below most of its uh, resistances and supports and uh, you know that 27500 level is still there in my opinion it's still one of one strong uh, one strong support that we have though in general i would not really uh, enter into a long position just quite yet purely because um, it's it's honestly it's just too unpredictable in my opinion it can just swing either ways right now and uh, you know even if we do see a positive move tomorrow there's nothing really uh, saying or telling us that hey you know now it is a sure shot uptrend or it's going to be a short short positive few days or something so purely because of that i mean i would personally uh, you know avoid getting into any positions in general with bank nifty because 
uh, unless you're doing intraday or unless you can ca- catch the or rather ride the tide as i used to say uh, unless you can do something like that then it's going to be all right but that's again something that you can really say when you look at the intraday movements also and right now from what i'm seeing it's it's honestly not advisable to actually go by a longer term trend or go by a sort of a prediction or an estimation of a trend for bank nifty at least because it's just too unpredictable and the banking sector in general with all the npas that we're seeing with uh, you know the pmc bank crisis with with so many companies defaulting and all of those all of all really really negative news that we're seeing right now it's not something that i'd actually get into at this point uh and honestly in the last episode i'd mentioned that with rbi's gov- rbi governor's uh, positive comments or other positive outlook on the banking industry uh you know the the statement was that you, you know it's it's still stable nothing to worry uh but personally again if i i don't think that those uh, comments are, have been that reassuring yet because again we saw a negative move so personally i would you know stay again or stay away from bank nifty for some time and that's something that I, that i actually had done previously it's just that because bank nifty has been moving crazy i thought i'd include it nowadays uh so that's my view and again intraday trades for bank nifty are are a different thing uh you know you can you can just ride the intraday tide whenever you want if you can sort of capture or if you can read the intraday trend correctly but you know if i were to say that hey you know i have a long swing position um in bank nifty then i i would say that you know you either have some information no one else does or uh you might just end up uh, making a loss it it can really go either way is what i mean so personally bank nifty not really sure uh, that 27500 level does look very strong to me because it's there on the intraday chart also that's the 10 minute chart and it's there on uh, you know the daily chart also though in terms of you know the underlying stocks that we're seeing with bank nifty a lot of them have been performing negatively but yes bank is shining and we'll come to yes bank in general more uh, on that you know later in the episode but i feel you know if the underlying banks can also sort of give the, the index some sort of confidence then we might just see um a reversal though and i feel that if we are going to see uh, a recovery may being made by bank nifty or being attempted by bank nifty i feel it will probably be a very sharp move just because of you know how volatile the index has been in the past and how volatile the index is you know right now so that's my opinion on uh, bank nifty and uh, now we can move to nifty 50s gainers and losers all right so the uh, nifty 50s gainers is led by yes bank today and it's it's great to see yes bank again on this list 8.3% up closing at if i can just see the price closing at 45.65 again super happy with what yes bank is doing in my weekly episode i believe it was the it was the previous episode i'd mentioned that the weekly chart shows a very very strong pattern and that is actually something that we saw so super super pumped with how yes bank looks right now um 
it's it's above 8 ma right now so as it stands it does appear to be closer to a buy than it was uh, you know previously uh, because the 8 ma resistance was pretty strong in the past now it's trying to sort of go above that breach that level so the next stop is going to be uh, you know not counting the fib levels because there are just too many levels too close to each other and the next one is going to be at around 55 that's the next moving average and uh, we also have a psychological resistance and a previous resistance at 50 now in general if i talk about yes bank uh, i feel it still had a decent price level 45 is just uh, too inexpensive to actually uh, worry if you're just buying a few stocks that hey you know will it go up will it go down you you can always just buy a few stocks and then see because even if you do you really won't be losing any capital at all if you adopt proper risk management techniques then ideally you know the the price at which you buy yes bank even if it's a few shares it'll be less than your stop loss on other larger trades so yes bank I, i'd say that you know you can always buy a few and then see where it goes because even if it goes down even if it starts going down and you end up selling at 20 rupees you technically just lost 25 rupees in percentage terms it's greater but you know in absolute terms in rupee terms you would not have lost that much at all and for me at least it's a decent uh, it's a decent sort of trade off between risk and reward so Yes bank I'd say go for it right now uh purely because the technicals do are sort of supporting it they they are beginning to support that uh, change in trend because we're seeing higher highs we're seeing higher lows and uh that 8 MA resistance has become a support also in the past we have seen that happen though so uh you know if you are getting into a position I would monitor it very very tightly and very frequently do not put it on autopilot because this is not that kind of a stock so and you know with the recent that microsoft deal talk deal that's happening with uh, yes bank looks promising now i had actually said that yes bank looks interesting because of the paytm deal and now that microsoft thing has also come into the picture so either way whatever happens the shareholders are going to benefit if any deal is going to happen so that's my opinion on yes bank now the next one is z limited and this is also another stock that i had on my watch list though i personally don't feel that uh, you know it's it's uh, any more of a buy than it was last week because even last week it was not a buy so because it's it's still got that 8 ma resistance it's still sort of almost consolidating there and in the past when we have seen this happening it actually just fell further so z limited i would not uh, get into it quite yet um you can still you can still uh, you know monitor it you can still take a look at it you can still observe the price movements but if you're going to buy it i would personally not uh, go for it yet again it's 250 rupees much much uh, much more expensive than yes bank and i feel yes bank looks like a stronger bet at this point uh so that's my opinion on z limited now the next the next uh the next you know is britannia it is at 3.8% up closing at 2953 and right now what we're seeing is a retracement by britannia because 
from that 3620 crazy crazy high it's it's honestly crazy that it actually went that high from there we are seeing it retrace back to the regular sub 3000 levels and uh, right now we're seeing some resistance from 8ma though 20ma support is still there so uh you know as it as it stands right now it it does look like a decent pick because that 20ma resistance has uh, has proven to be quite strong so i would definitely not ignore britannia yet and right now it's actually higher than the previous uh, you know swing high so it's actually showing signs of some reversal in the general trend so britannia i'd keep an eye on it if it's moving decently if it's moving uh, well then i'll actually pick it up uh, it's it's not exactly an inexpensive stock it's almost 3000 rupees per share though you know if if you've got the capital if you've got the risk appetite i'd definitely look at britannia here especially considering that uh, it's it's taken support now and also the volumes have been higher so the volumes were almost dead in the past however they're they're slowly catching up and by the past i mean the past week not not like you know the the proper past so the volumes have been catching up slowly slowly so uh britannia another thing that are actually another stock that are actually look at the next one the next gainer being 2.6% up closing at 673 is axis bank and uh it's got some resistance it's got some supports also honestly it's it's very similar to nifty in my opinion because on 20th september it saw a similar uh, massive move as compared to nifty 23rd september also a massive move and from there it's been falling so something similar to what we've been seeing with nifty and right now it's in the middle of support and resistance zones so axis bank uh, looks like it's very similar to nifty if that is the case then um, you know i i personally do not really have uh, a, a that good of a view on axis bank because you know it can again go either way because it's got that nifty exposure and it's also uh, got that banking sort of tag attached to it which is honestly in today's day and age or rather in today's markets and in today's scenario it's not really a good tag to be uh, a tag to be associated with so that's axis bank the next gainer being nestle india uh, 1.2% 1.21% up closing at 13603 and uh, what we're seeing right now is almost a consolidation it's it's been hovering in the range of just about 14000 and just above 13500 or rather 13500 to 14100 or so and uh, i feel that's that's probably because it's uh, at an all time high right now so it's thinking whether if it's comfortable at this level or whether it actually needs to uh, you know correct even more so if i if i actually just do a quick very quick retracement on this we see that it's taken support from 38.2% fib level at 13527 coincidently the low being 13460 if i if i can check correct yeah so, so uh, you know it's just below it's just below that uh, 38.2% level uh, the low that is and the close is above 38.2% level so i feel that you know that that sort of support is there however uh, it's not exactly as decisive as i like so uh nestle i would not 
get into the stock right now especially because it's under 8ma also so if that's one of your signals if 8ma is one of your signals then it's not a buy at all if it's not then in general i i do not think that it's a good time to get into it right now because i personally can't see any decisive signals whether it'll go up or whether it'll go around further because this is something that we actually saw with hul also hindustan unilever because after making an all time high it's been falling pretty consistently and uh, if you have if you were to thought that hey you know it it sort of uh, corrected a bit from its all time high and now is probably a good time to buy then you would have faced some losses so that's probably something we are seeing with nestle also and purely because of that i would probably avoid it for now uh, also because it's it's a very expensive stock 13 and a half thousand rupees over 13 and a half thousand rupees so my view avoid it for now unless you can be you know you you some for some reason you want it then you know you you're going to get it either way you're going to get it regardless but my view i don't i i'm honestly not too sure if it will go up or no so um you know not not too sure about nestle for now and uh, that that's pretty much it for nifty's gainers now we can move on to nifty's losers The Nifty 50 losers list is led by BPCL this time down 4.83% closing at 490 below the 500 levels now and I believe it actually opened below the 500 levels also if I can just get that correct then oh it opened just above 500 and then it pretty much fell back down so um it's it seems that it, it went till its 52 week high and then just fell and that's not really reassuring in my opinion uh, what does look all right is that it's on 8 ma support so that's fine but in general i don't think it's it's a stock that are actually invested it's very similar to what we see what we normally see in an evening stop pattern because it it had a gap up also as the previous candle which was a 52 week high candle and then from there we saw a gap down close however the previous candle was pretty thick so not like an evening start in that respect now the thing with uh, you know bpcl is that there was some news that be uh, that reliance might actually be bidding for it and if that's the case uh, then you know i'm actually more curious to see what happens to reliance uh, i actually did see reliance but i couldn't really find a lot of bigger moves on reliance considering this so uh, you know considering that news based event i would personally not get into this yet uh, in general the losers the days losers I, i i do not recommend buying stocks which are going down obviously so days losers you might not really find a lot of good picks uh, in this segment but uh, you know just if you wanted to know for just to track what's going on in the market i do include this segment so the next loser for the day is going to be jsw steel down 3.1% closing at 208 and again almost a consistent downtrend from 23rd september so does not look promising right now the next support zone or support levels are going to be just above 200 uh, coincidentally 200 is also a support level for z limited so um z limited for z limited it's actually been a very strong level for jsw i wonder what things are 
in terms of news based events i was actually looking at some news if i could actually find any uh, negative positive either news uh, it seems that most of the news is very positive for jsw steel so that does look like a good sign so now i'm even more curious why it's not actually increasing and uh, jsw steel is actually planning to make complete use of the corporate tax cut you know setting up sp spvs and what not so looks like the management has bold plans and considering that i'm not sure why uh, they're actually you know the share price has been going down this much so i'll i'll keep a i'll keep an eye on this also because if the news is this good if their plans are so bold and good then we should not be seeing such a such a downtrend so jsw steel might be in my watch list soon or rather it, it will be in uh, it will be on my watch list starting tomorrow's session so there's that and uh, the next one is going to be i can just check it correctly it's going to be ultra cement company and again very similar to uh, to jsw i saw a lot of uh, positive news uh, it seems that their business has been going well it seems that their profits are up last quarter so if that's the case then i'm curious to see if this quarter they've been able to hold their ground uh, on a technical level though it's it looks like it's uh, it's at a very strong support level now uh, possibly on tomorrow's uh, candle on tomorrow's trading day we could see whether it actually um, goes a bit down and then actually goes very close to the support level or it actually takes support from here itself so uh, that's ultra ultra cement company the next loser for the day is tata steel 2.49% down closing at 324 almost a consistent downtrend as we can see from 50 ma resistance if you remember 50 ma resistance is also very strong for tata motors so it seems like the tata twins are um, you know neck and neck with this one uh, the next loser is sipla i actually found i was actually trying to find um, a lot more to actually talk about this company but it, i've in my notes that i've written for the company in my analysis i've just written meh because to me it seemed that uninteresting uh as far as the news is concerned uh, what i could find is that their unbranded drug business may take a hit in fy20 fy2020 is what certain research analysts are saying so you know take that at uh, you know at face value or with a pinch of salt depending on whatever you want i personally do not uh, recommend trusting all of those tips or all of those uh, external research unless it's actually backed up by some proper numbers some evidence or or if it's done by some guy who's actually reputed or girl who's reputed so whatever and uh, oh i can see tata motors in the losers list 1.8% down closing at 117 it actually hurts me to see this but you know uh, i just want to include it anyway because uh, I all I always uh, sort of fanboy about Tata Motors when it goes up so it only makes sense for me to talk about it when it goes down also and uh, from what I can see right now it, it does not look good obviously 8MA resistance is back and I'm I'm curious to see whether it, whether a retracement will actually 
give us some info or insight and looks like it does 63 point uh, 60 sorry 61.8 it's not 63 what, what are you doing Kronal? uh 61.8% level is at 116 so it's just above that level and the day's low is actually below that level so considering that uh, some sort of support is being offered but again this is not significant enough to get into this stock at all again generally speaking i love the brand so i'm going to be looking at it uh, regardless of how the price moves because I feel that it has a lot of potential and it's just not uh, sort of the price is not reflecting the, its true potential is what I feel so I'm going to be looking at this stock a lot and uh, that's pretty much it for the day's losers now we're going to move to some some sort of things that I actually want to talk about with you all you know things that I've been seeing things that I've been noticing all those basically so what i wanted to talk about today is that i recently saw or rather read an article uh, from a very reputed publication and entity in this uh, in finance and it basically said that considering that bond yields are falling you know high dividend stocks make a good bet and to me that sounds very odd because you know there's it's it's Things are a lot more complex than that, in my opinion. High dividend stocks are not always good picks, and especially when you just go for them blindly. So, to some to some degree, I felt that that article was rather misleading because if you tell the public that hey, just go for any high dividend stock, it's actually it's it's not as uh, you know not as wise as one may think because you know while the company may give you dividends its share price its stock price may actually fall so if it's giving you a net uh, a net thousand rupees in your pocket in dividends the capital depreciation or the capital uh, erosion that might actually happen because of the stock price falling maybe two thousand rupees maybe worth two thousand rupees so you always have to see whether uh, a dividend stock or a high dividend stock is actually at at what what kind of a price level is it at uh, you know whether you go for fundamental or technical if you're looking at fundamentals you you still have to look at the company just because uh, their dividends have been strong does not really mean that their future dividends are going to be strong dividend growth rates matter also and i believe it's vedanta limited who has uh, you know seen a negative dividend growth rate and uh, if you all are into valuation and all those things at least from what i've learned negative growth rates are not good at all and they do not show investor confidence or rather they do not show management confidence in the business or in the industry so considering that you know all you have to consider every single thing even if you are just looking at dividend stocks so and the reason is because you know if you just tell an average joe that hey just go for a dividend company a high dividend company then then it does not make sense you know there was another uh, sort of company which which had announced i believe a 400% dividend and the thing that you need to understand is that a 400% dividend if it's on the face value it does not mean shit i mean you know if you're spending uh, let's say 15000 rupees on a stock of a company 
and the dividend you're going to get is 40 rupees per share uh, then it it does not really uh, you know matter it's the, the the numbers are that insignificant in fact if i just do a quick percentage because my mental maths is not always that good then 40 divided by 15% is actually just 0.27% that's that's pathetic so you know my advice is that don't just blindly go for a dividend stock choose your stock understand the company also see whether it's got a proven track record of growing dividend rates not falling dividend rates and then make your decision i mean according to warren buffett he he feels that you know dividends are a waste of investor money and i feel that to some extent that is correct however he's also one of the highest uh, he also gets one of the highest dividends from the coca cola company i feel so i i personally don't feel that his uh, example is you know ideal for this one but you know in general if you're going for a dividend company choose it properly do not just go for it blindly because it's it's not as simple as you know whether it's a dividend paying one or whether it's a dividend paying or whether it won't pay dividends because you need to consider how how much dividends you'll get how how the future growth of the stock price will be and all those things so do not just blindly go for a company is what i feel and the next thing that i want to talk about is uh you know these brokerage calls and i've been getting them so much so those these bullshit tips i feel because so recently just yesterday i was actually uh, i actually got a notification on my phone from one of the brokers that i have an account with and they said that we recommend you to square off a position uh in the 28600 bank nifty call if i remember correctly and bank nifty at that time was trading well below 27700 so i and i did not have a position in that if you are wondering i i had not even kept that in my watch list it just sent me that uh, that notification and you know if you are asking your uh, users to square off after the price has already fallen down by what 900 points it's it's pathetic in my opinion because it's like you know all of your money if you would have gone long a bank nifty call and it was mentioned that you know your long position in the bank nifty call it wasn't a short position so if you're going to ask your uh, customers to square off their long position in a far out of the money call which was not as far out of the money previously then it's it's kind of weird it's like they've already lost money so what's the point so that's that's the thing you know if you're going to rely even on these brokerage tips uh then you might just be in for a rough ride so i just want to let you know that instead just follow any system there are trading systems and there are trading indicators which work uh that are available for free and you might not think that it's actually going to work but those free indicators also work those free trading systems also work you just need to understand how they work and when they work so my opinion is do not Uh, do not fall for all that bs and think for yourself it will help you much much more than you actually think so you know yeah that that's pretty much all that i wanted to share 
and with that this episode comes to an end so do let me know what you feel uh, again i'm available on instagram as well at indian markets with kr so if you've got any suggestions if you want to learn more about anything in general do drop me a message on there and i will most likely reply so um, keep that in mind and tomorrow is a trading day so happy trading